Can't you feel the darkness growing deeper in this world, enveloping the whole planet? But God has a plan that will bring us forth in victory, and that involves the children of light shining brighter than ever before. I'm talking about that on this episode of Discover Your Spiritual Identity. It's time to discover your spiritual identity with your host, Mike Shree. There are hundreds of names and titles given to God's people that powerfully reveal who you are, why you exist, and what your purpose is in this world. Each one pulls back the veil of a different aspect of who you are in Christ. Once you learn these names and titles and apply them to your life, you will rise up boldly to be all that God has called you to be. Are you ready? Here's Mike Shree. There are really only two groups of people in this world, children of the night, or children of the day, children of darkness, or children of light. And just like the natural world, the light of day always overcomes the darkness of the night. And in like manner, the children of light will ultimately overcome and be fully victorious, even in this latter-day time when the darkness is increasing. Let me give you two scriptures that referred to us with this particular title. John chapter 12, verse 36 says, While you have the light, believe in the light, that you may be the children of light. Those words of Jesus are so revelatory. While you have the light, believe in the light, that you may become children of light. In other words, whatever you believe in, you are begotten of. And there's a certain transfer in the natural. It's a genetic transfer that imparts an image and a similarity of traits. And when you are begotten of the light, then the nature of light is deposited within you. You have the personality of light because God is light. And I'll get to that more deeply in just a moment. The other scripture is Ephesians 5, 8. This says, you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. In other words, there's a very distinctive way that children of light walk. They walk in truth. They walk in love. They walk in forgiveness. They walk in mercy. They walk in Christ-likeness. He said, I am the light of the world. But then he spoke to his disciples and transferred that calling and said, now, you are the light of the world. In other words, he's saying, while I'm here, I'm the one lighting up this planet with the truth, but I'm leaving and you occupy that position until I come back. What a heavy responsibility, what a privilege, and what an honor. This scripture, Ephesians 5, 8, does not say you were just once bound by darkness. It says you were darkness. You were the personification of darkness, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, bound by the lower nature, surrounded by satanic agendas working into your life to destroy you. You were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. See, when you come under his headship and you are positioned in Christ, all that he is passes to you. And if he is light, that light, that illumination, that enlightenment passes to you. 
and you become an enlightened individual that illuminates the world around you. Walk as children of light. Realize the enormity of this calling and the power of your position. I love Colossians chapter 1, verses 12 and 13. Listen to it. Giving thanks unto the Father who has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. And the word meet is an old English word that means fit, worthy, or suitable. Giving thanks unto the Father who has made us fit, worthy, and suitable to fill this position of being partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. The word saint means a sanctified person, consecrated to God, cleansed from the defilement of sin, and separated unto his purpose. We are the saints in light. We are the saints in light. God is depending on us for his purposes to advance in the earth. And then it says, and this is the part that is so powerful, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. I really get an, a, a powerful vision in my spirit concerning being translated into the kingdom of God's dear son. To be translated means to be removed from one place to another in a moment of time. And the very second, the very millisecond that the blood of Jesus washed you clean, bam, you were jerked loose from the kingdom of darkness. It no longer has authority or power over you. He has delivered you. That's the present perfect tense because it's something that happened in the past but continues to the present. The domain of darkness has no authority over you. And powers of darkness have no authority over you. You are in command. Greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. Jesus said, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy. So quit being beat up by life and pushed around by demonic powers. Think of that. Another popular version says he has rescued us from the domain of darkness. And he's translated us into the kingdom of his son. Well, what's in the kingdom? The kingdom is permeated with the personality of God, the nature of God, the attributes of God, the wisdom of God, the knowledge of God, the love of God, the joy of God, the peace of God, the goodness of God, the humility of God, the kindness of God, the authority of God. And I could keep going down the list. When you were translated into the kingdom to be a manifested child of light in this world, kingdom attributes started pouring into your life. And your job and my job is to prayerfully yield to that light nature. And there's a lot more that can be said about that because light has a dual nature. It was a mystery to scientists for many years. Einstein figured it out. And also others were very much involved in figuring out that it had a dual nature because some scientists said it acted like it was waves. Other scientists said it acted like it was particles. And finally, it was discovered that it is both waves and particles simultaneously. So there's two definite distinctive aspects to light. In like manner, there's two spiritual aspects to light. 
in a sense, you can compare the waves of light to the spirit because God is light. And the waves of light are the movings of his Holy Spirit in our lives. But particles, that relates to me to the promises of God's word, 7,487 of them, and every one of them a particle promise because your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, the psalmist said. So the word and the spirit together make up light. Think of that. Praise God. And if that be true, those are the two ways you manifest light in this world, by manifesting the nature of God through the Spirit and by declaring the Word of God in a world full of deception. One of the biggest deceptions being promoted in these last days is this rampant New Age spirituality that is saturating our Western culture. And you see people wearing uh, little pendants or jewelry showing the yin-yang symbol where you've got two teardrop-looking parts fused together in a circle. One is dark, one is light. And that's from Taoism, an ancient Chinese religion. And it's called the yin-yang symbol. And it represents a concept in that religion that ultimate reality is both darkness and light. And the way they reach that assumption apparently is because this world is full of dualities. You have so many opposites here, mountains and valleys, anger and kindness, hatred and love, deception and truth, sorrow and joy, male and female, mountains and valleys, day and night. The list goes on and on. Life is full of dualities. And in Taoism, the key to life is balancing those dualities or learning how to somehow mesh them together harmoniously. But Jesus doesn't say to mesh them together harmoniously. He calls us to come out of darkness into his marvelous light. In fact, the Bible says, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his peculiar treasure, that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And it will make you marvel when you realize how marvelous it really is. So he's called you out of darkness and that's something you accomplish through self-examination. You examine yourself to see any areas of your life where darkness might still be infiltrating your thoughts, your emotions, your attitudes. In the last days, I believe a polarization is going to take place. I believe the children of darkness are being swallowed up more so by darkness so much so they'll be completely overtaken by darkness. And the children of light, if they yield to the conviction of the Holy Spirit, are going deeper into intimacy with God so that they shine more brightly. Remember, when Moses came down from out of Mount Sinai after spending 80 days alone with God, 
The light of God shone from him so brightly people had to shield their eyes. And ultimately, he had to wear a veil because it was so blinding to them. Think of that. Think of that. And that was before being born again and being baptized in the Holy Spirit were available experiences. Yes, I believe we're going to shine the light in remarkable ways in these last days. One of the scriptures I wanted to bring out to you that actually position us in the last days uh, in this particular role is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verses 1 through 5. Now concerning the times and seasons, brothers, you have no need to have anything written to you. For you yourselves are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. The day of the Lord is a reference to the last day of this age when the resurrection of the living uh, the resurrection of believers who have died will take place and living believers will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air simultaneously and we will be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. That's the day of the Lord. And that day will come like a thief in the night while people are saying there is peace and security then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman and they will not escape. But you are not in darkness for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all children of light and children of the day. We are not of the night nor of the darkness. What a contrast. So children of darkness are sinking deeper into that abyss of darkness. Children of light are being lifted and ascending higher into that realm of light. And the fissure between the two groups, I believe, is going to become more and more recognizable. I choose to walk in the light, and I hope that is your choice too. We can see the signs of the times all around us, and we can read The warning in Scripture, in fact, one of the most powerful warnings is Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 and 2. This says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. And listen to this. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. Deep darkness. The King James says gross darkness. Why does it say darkness will cover the earth and gross darkness or deep darkness will cover the people? Because the earth will recover from it, but the people will not. They'll be swallowed up by darkness and enter into outer darkness at the end of their lives. But you and I will be taken to a kingdom of light where the Bible says the omniscient, omnipresent, Omnipotent God shines with a brightness that no man can approach unto and no man is seen. He covers himself with light as with a garment. Can you imagine that? I believe God will preserve his people in miraculous ways in the last days. You can look back at what happened in Egypt and get a precursor of that. Do you remember when the judgments were falling on the Egyptian nation, and one of those judgments was darkness. In fact, this is the description. In Exodus chapter 10, the Lord said to Moses, 
Stretch out your hand toward heaven that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, darkness which may even be felt. Can you imagine darkness so thick, so heavy, so demonically infested, you could feel the grip of death and darkness around you? But listen to the rest of the story. So Moses stretched out his hand toward heaven and there was thick darkness in all the land of Egypt for three days. They did not see one another, nor did anyone rise from his place for three days. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. Can you imagine what it was like to be an Israelite? And you'd wake up in the morning and there'd be this glowing supernatural light in your home. No candle, no artificial means of light, just a supernatural presence and essence of God illuminating your home. That must have been a stunning and supernatural feeling. And I believe what God is going to do in the church in the last days will be even more stunning and more supernatural. One of the first visions God ever gave me, and I'll end with this, I saw one of the judgments of the last days. It was a metropolis like Chicago or New York City, and there were hundreds of people laying on the streets with sores appearing all over their bodies, and they were in extreme agony. And then I saw myself and the man who won me to the Lord walk around the corner of a building, and there was not one boil or sore on us, but we were clothed with the glory of God. Remember, he said, arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. When darkness covers the earth, God compensates for that by intensifying his presence with his people. I'm going to pray that for you right now. I'm going to pray that even though this world is getting dark with all of its agendas, the new age that's taking over our society, all these infiltrations of false religious beliefs and things happening in the world that are just ominous warfare on the horizon. World War Three, it sounds like, pounding its drums in the distance. Things look bad, but the children of light will emerge victorious. We know that. And Father God, I just pray that you will touch that touch every person who's listening to this podcast and envelop them in your light so that they in a more powerful way can walk in the light and shine that light in this very dark world. Let it happen in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for listening to discover your spiritual identity with Mike Shree, a podcast designed to cause a spiritual awakening in your life. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, cpnshows.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss new episodes. You can go deeper into this amazing revelation of the names God has given his people by getting your copy of Mike Shreve's book titled, Who Am I? Dynamic Declarations of Who You Are in Christ. We also invite you to visit our website, shreveministries.org, and sign up to be part of our global internet family, a group of on-fire believers who are bold to proclaim, I am who God says I am, I have what God says I have, and I will be what God says I will be.